you're listening to Do This First, a daily personal development podcast that focuses on science-backed, actionable steps towards your best year ever. I'm Santa, your host. Yesterday, we talked about emotional triggers, and we provided a couple of strategies that can help you identify and manage these often damaging knee-jerk reactions. Today, we're talking about stress. Stress is a natural response that our bodies and minds experience when we encounter challenging or demanding situations. It is a complex phenomenon that affects us differently, both mentally and physically. From a purely psychological perspective, stress can be described as the body's way of reacting to external pressures or internal thoughts and worries. It often arises when we perceive the situation as threatening, overwhelming, or beyond our ability to cope effectively. This perception triggers a cascade of physiological responses in our body, preparing us for the fight or flight response. Psychologically, stress activates the release of stress hormones such as cortisol and adrenaline, which increases our heart rate, our blood pressure, and our energy levels. These changes are meant to enhance our ability to respond quickly in dangerous situations. However, prolonged exposure to stress can have detrimental effects on our overall well-being. Chronic stress can lead to various physical and mental health problems. It can weaken our immune system, making us more susceptible to illnesses. It can contribute to cardiovascular issues. It's important to note that there are different types of stress though. So physical stress, emotional stress, mental stress, and environmental stress all very different from each other. Each type of stress can have a unique impact on our bodies and mind, leading to various symptoms and health issues. It's important to recognize and address the different types of stress in order to effectively manage and reduce its negative effects on our overall well-being. Recent research also differentiates between different types of stress and the importance of knowing your stress language or how you subconsciously respond to it. Understanding your stress response or your stress language is essential for navigating life. Recent research identifies our types of stress languages as four, fight, flight, freeze, and appease. If you respond with a fight instinct, you may get defensive and confrontational during conflicts. Flight responses involve avoiding stress by ignoring or escaping from it. Freeze responses result in a temporary pause in awareness. And the appease response involves trying to please others or avoiding conflict altogether at all costs. By recognizing which stress language you tend to default to, you can better understand your own reactions and work towards healthier coping mechanisms. Learning how to effectively manage stress is crucial for maintaining 
mental and emotional balance in today's fast-paced world especially. Have you figured out your stress language? Whatever your stress language might be, we can all benefit from the acronym STOP when we are feeling stressed out. So the acronym STOP can help in those in-the-moment stresses that we might feel. So S is literally STOP. Literally speaking, pause in what you're doing. The T is take a breath, a good deep one. O is observe. What's going on? How am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Assess the situation with logic. Detach from the emotion. The P is proceed. Let go of the emotion you've been feeling and focus on moving forward. At the very least, going through the stop process will help you regain control over your emotions and circumvent reacting in a knee-jerk way. There are several coping mechanisms to help alleviate, reduce stress, and hopefully get rid of a good percentage. There are several coping mechanisms to help alleviate, reduce, and hopefully get rid of a good percentage of stress. Some strategies, though, are better than others. For example, a recent CDC survey uncovered that some people, like teens, use drugs and alcohol to alleviate stress. Obviously, this is not a great long-term strategy because the detrimental impact on our health and overall wellness far outweigh the temporary positive effects. What we're really after are the rush of endorphins our body produces when we're doing things that make us happy. Some of the natural things that we can do to get an endorphin boost and reduce stress include exercise, laughter, listening to music, spending time with loved ones, practicing gratitude, faith, getting a massage, and engaging in hobbies or activities that bring you joy and fulfillment. You know what they are. Additionally, acts of kindness, like helping other people with no vested interest whatsoever, knowing that you might not ever (laughs) get a thank you or payback, can often boost endorphin levels as well. It's just the act of helping someone that produces those fabulous chemicals within ourselves. Another activity that is a stress buster and kind of fun is cooking. A recent poll of 2,000 adults who regularly cook revealed that 7 in 10 Americans consider cooking and eating to be the sixth love language. The survey found that 80% of respondents use food as a means of comforting themselves after a stressful day, while 65% use food to comfort others. When it comes to comfort food, ice cream was the top choice at 34%, followed by pizza at 31%. Survey also showed that 78% of participants find cooking to be a calming task, with 65% ranking it as their top activity for relieving stress. In terms of social media, 
One in five respondents use platforms for stress relief. Cooking videos was number one, 85%. Animal videos came in second at 76%. And music videos came at 72%. Those were all deemed beneficial for mental health. And the most popular food media personality and chef to watch was Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> and Guy Fieri came in second. Dr. Michael Levis, who conducted the survey, noted that while social media can lead to burnout and stress, it was very interesting to see how certain content, particularly food or animal related, could possibly impact mental well-being. Food, it seems, plays a significant role in stress relief for many individuals. The American Psychological Association points to visualization as well as a highly effective technique for managing stress due to its ability to engage multiple senses and create a sense of relaxation and calm. By visualizing peaceful and tranquil scenes, we're able to mentally escape from our stressors and focus on positive imagery instead. Technique has been shown to reduce anxiety levels, lower heart rate and blood pressure, and promote a greater sense of well-being. Additionally, visualization can also help us develop coping strategies for future stressful situations by practicing calming techniques in a controlled environment. Incorporating visualization into your daily routine can lead to improved mental health outcomes and overall quality of life, making it a very valuable tool recommended by mental health professionals for stress management. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to follow and subscribe. You can also get a transcript of this podcast episode on my blog, dothisfirst.life. In our next podcast episode, we'll do a deeper dive in a couple of revolutionary stress-busting techniques and also in the art of visualization. Till then, moving past the rain, moving past the pain. Champion in you.